Hey there, it's time for another episode of On Target Talks, the podcast all about the nitty gritty in digital marketing. From SEO to social media, from paid spends to trends, we've got you covered. And if you want to keep up with our On Target team, follow us on social media at On Target Digital via Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Hi, and welcome to On Target Talks, a podcast where we talk about all things digital marketing. I'm Monique, the general manager at On Target, and I'm joined by the lovely and wonderful Takeem. Thank you, Monique. You're welcome, Takeem. Um, guess what's this weekend? What is this weekend? Is it Superb a- Owl? Oh, is that? I think that's how you f- like phonetically like pronounce it too. I think you're not wrong. I think you are. Yeah. Superb owl. Yeah, I think you are supposed to like. Yeah, I think you're on the money it, with that one. So, if we want to get technical, if we want to be right, it's the big game. Because, did you know, and dear friends, this is vitally important for you to know, mm-hmm. that if you are writing, if you are a company on social media. And you are, let's say, on target. You can't actually use the term Super Bowl in your social media posts as marketing. Really? Is that like an unwritten rule or is that just like... It's a copyrighted term. You got to have permission to use it. Are you serious? Yes. So we joke around in our household just so that we aren't um, breaking any, uh, any laws. We call it the big game. Oh, okay. Wow. I've never, like, I never knew that. That's I mean, something... we call it Super Bowl, but we joke around about calling it the big game. No, no, that's, I, that actually, like, I never knew that. That's really interesting. Like, now I'm yeah. just going to, like, be really, really paying attention to that with, like, social media accounts for, like, certain brands yep. and stuff. Yeah, you got to go look. You got to have permission to use it. Um, So be careful what you say. Um, But yeah, Super Bowl is on Sunday. Yeah. And, you know, being like speaking of being careful what you say, you know, like you were like saying some interesting things before the podcast got started. (laughs) So I think like, you know, you should just like let the audience know what you were like going on about. Not that I agreed with you, but, you know, I'll give you some some time to explain yourself. Oh, okay. So just for the record, I think Takeem and I determined that we couldn't be any further from each other in regards to. Uh, the athletes that we like in sports, whether it's basketball or football, we haven't discussed hockey. Maybe we should. Maybe baseball. I don't know. Um, but okay, so we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, mm-hmm. and we have—I don't even know who the other team is playing. The Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, Kansas City. Okay, so we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and we have Kansas City, mm-hmm. and I am. I am a, I'm going to be rooting for the Tampa Bay Bucks, right? This might surprise Takeem based off of a conversation we just had, but in true form, like many other people, I'm only rooting for the Bucks because hello, I'm a Florida girl, right? Mm -hmm. I would love it though if Tom Brady just lost. I would love it though if Tom Brady just lost. I don't like Tom Brady. Okay, but like Hakeem has a problem with that. How do you (laughs) the man came to the Bucks and brought them to the Super Bowl within their first year and you don't like Tom Brady? I don't. 
But like, how do you not like Tom Brady? Clearly, it's not time. Let's let some of these youngins come in, whippersnappers. Let's get them running. You know. Clearly, it's not time for him to retire if he's still able to play like this and just do the and do these amazing things. He's just not my favorite. That's all. So, um, can can yeah? Let's let's use him to get a win for the Bucks. Let's use Tom Brady to get old. Tom Brady is. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even like the biggest Tom Brady fan, but I was just like you know taken aback when you said you know I don't really like Tom Brady. I'm like, who doesn't like Tom Brady? Like, I don't know. Something about him. I think you just don't like greatness. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> okay, so who are you rooting for? Um, I don't have a dog in this fight. I'm just like really like interested to see like how the game's gonna play out. I guess mm-hmm. if I had to decide, I guess I would like want to see Tom Brady get another one. But I also yeah. do like Patrick Mahomes. That's the quarterback for the opposing yep. team. So. Um, I know who Patrick Mahomes is. Thank you. <laughs> no, I was just making sure. Um, I think it's like like how people have been comparing it. They've been saying like this is like if Michael Jordan wants to go against LeBron James. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's that serious, but like Patrick Mahomes definitely is like the new top dog. So yeah. to see him going against like Tom Brady, who was like the old like you know dynasty. So it, yeah, I think it should be interesting. I'm just like rooting for a good game. I, I don't, you know what? We all win. Oh, let me play the violin. <laughs> we all win. You know what, though? Taking, you're not wrong. So it's interesting. I will say that we all win in the sense of like, <clears throat> okay, I'm rethinking my statement, but that's okay. So um, I don't have this statistic in front of me, but like um, one of the statistics that I believe I've heard in times past is, is that the Super Bowl is the single most viewed thing on television among Americans. So the Super Bowl quite literally brings America together. Okay? Mm-hmm. Quite literally brings America together, America together. Which on one hand we need, but on the other hand we don't because it's COVID. So don't be having people over at your houses, guys. Okay? We need to just stop this. No Super Bowl parties. Oh. Are you having a Super Bowl party? No, I'm not having a Super Bowl party. I'll probably just like order food and just stay inside. Same. We're not having Super Bowl party. We're not having people over. We're just gonna watch the game. We're gonna make like nachos or something and just like have fun. But no. So it'll bring us together all in spirit, which we all win because we'll all be rooting for something. And it is one of the most single watched things among Americans together, which is great. But please don't have Super Bowl parties. We don't need super spreader events, guys. No, we don't need that. No. And so you're rooting. You are kind of just ready for a good game. Mm-hmm. I want Tampa Bay to win. Mm-hmm. But do you know what most people say that they're looking forward to about the Super Bowl? Is it halftime? The commercials. That mm, is the commercials. Although I don't know. Sometimes you get a good halftime show. Like J-Lo and Shakira last year. Yeah, that one was good. I enjoyed that one. That was popping. That was so cool. That was a good one. I enjoyed that one. That was. I enjoyed uh, no, the memes. Super Bowl commercials. Oh, yeah, the commercials. But, like, yeah, I kind of enjoyed the memes of that high time. But commercials. Um, What's your favorite Super Bowl commercial? 
that you've witnessed? You know what? I figured you were going to ask me this, what? and I thought that I should try and like, like remember one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I don't know. So from like a like a sentimental um, perspective, I always love the Anheuser Busch Clydesdales. Like those are good. They're always like sometimes they're a little funny. Sometimes they're like a little on the like emotional, like um, you know, kind of like reminiscent type of like, you know, commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also an Anheuser Busch girl in general. I grew up like my dad worked for them. So I tend to lean more towards their brand. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to say, actually. I don't have to say literally what I'm about to say is an Anheuser-Busch commercial, which was the, the toads. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. So there I go. I even leaned in on an, an, well, what was an Anheuser-Busch product when that came out? I think in recent years, mine has been like the Mr. Clean ones. I don't know why. Like they just make me laugh. I don't like, I don't Mm -hmm. know what it is. Like they just. Maybe I think it's because it's relatable. Like, you know, like there's like, you know, this stain in the kitchen or laundry room, you know, yeah. that we're all going through in there. And then there's just like this angelic, like bald man who comes in dressed in all white with like a cleaning <laughs> product. Says, I can, and- yeah, that can just yeah. solve your problems. I'm just over here like crying, laughing like <laughs> this isn't real. But you know what? I'm a fan of this. Like, Yeah. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Pure Grind Coffee. If you're a hustler, an entrepreneur, a small business owner, a creator, you name it, this is the coffee for you. It's amazing. It's rich. It keeps us all jacked up here at On Target. So visit puregrindcoffee.com. It's a monthly subscription product that you're going to freaking love. Do you find it interesting that, and I know you want to talk about this, but do you find it interesting that, so we all know we live in a digital world and in many instances, whether it's on our TV where we're fast forwarding our DVR, whether we're trying to hide ads on social media. Do you find it interesting that for a, a like society that's so wanting to turn off advertisement, that there are people who flock to watch the Super Bowl strictly for their advertisement? I think it's really interesting that people are still like, you know, engaging in the Super Bowl just specifically for the commercials. Because like you just yeah. said, we do live in a digital era. So like things that appear on like, you know, the Super Bowl or TV, they do happen like, you know, to like aggregate or just migrate to like, you know, social media like mm-hmm. a few days later or like even the day before. So I think it's more of people want to watch it in real time and experience it in real time yeah. with other people. That's my take on it. Interesting. So, like, you think that they they really care about it because of the like camarad com camarad. Ooh, I can't say that word. Camaraderie. camaraderie. Yeah. There you go. Um, for the camaraderie of it, but I think that's interesting. I'd be curious. I'm going to be curious to see what the data post Super Bowl is going to look like. Mm-hmm. With, you know, like I, you know, I'm 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 at a loss for words, but I'm actually not. If I if my husband wasn't interested in Super Bowl and um, we weren't like let's say to be going somewhere, maybe I might not be watching it this year. Mm-hmm. But like you know, there's a lot of people who go to watch it because they're going to someone's house and it's like this event. But I'm curious about how viewership might change because of COVID, mm-hmm. because maybe some of those people who 
aren't that interested, but just go over to people's house for fun, for the food, for all the stuff that might be holding back because of COVID. I'm curious how that's going to impact their viewership on the game this year. That's an interesting take. I didn't even like, you know, put that together because I remember we were talking before the podcast and I was asking you, like, as a marketer, do you still even see the point of these brands like, you know, shelling out so much money to, like, produce these commercials and not only produce these commercials, but then to pay for the marketing. And mm-hmm. I was looking at, you know, some statistics, and it's just been a steady incline. Like, every year, like, the prices get higher and higher for the averages of what these brands are willing to pay for a Super Bowl spot. A 30-second Super Bowl commercial on average is, do you know how much it is? I think they said it was like five point two million or something. Five point six million dollars. Five point six million dollars. Five point six million dollars for thirty seconds. That's not even a full minute. No, good. That's that's not even a full minute, and I'm paying five point six million dollars. Oh my god! I know. But when you think about brands that have a heavy presence in their commercials for the Super Bowl. Like these are brands that then turn around and you think, I mean, think about, listen, we're still, and and they even redid it. Do you remember that commercial with um, um, Dwayne Wade Mm -hmm. and Gabriella Union? Mm -hmm. So right as COVID hit, they did a retake on the Bud Light. What's up? Mm -hmm. That commercial was done, I don't know how many years ago, Takim. Mm-hmm. Like, it had to have been 10, 15 years ago. And it had such impact on the brand that you look at them even rechanging their brand for a time when we're in COVID. And they did such a great job kind of like rebranding that. Like, so from um, for listeners, like, it was those frogs and they were kind of like, what's that? What's that? What's that? Well, the one for COVID with um, Gabriella Union, like she calls her friends on Zoom. They're like, what's up? And they're like, just sitting, drinking a bud. What's up with you? And then they keep calling. And then it the message that it had was this like, you changed something so like impactful. And then the message was like, uh, you know, we just wanted to call in and check on you. And it's like checking on your friends, right? Because, well, we were all going through COVID and people weren't really talking and we were checking in. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is it worth it at the end of the day? Yes, it's totally worth it because look how long the look how long you know that commercial that sort of I don't want to call it skit whatever has has been popular and how it was totally able to be adjusted for a completely different scenario. I guess I can get that because you know um, it just being nostalgic one just bringing people back and just being able to rehash it for like you know the current times and make it relevant again i guess there's no price that you could put on you know like that i guess because people like like you just like automatically like you know just pointing that out like the leo like do you have you seen that meme like the leo dicaprio meme um, like when he's like snapping his fingers and pointing, I'm gonna send it to you. It's a pretty funny meme. It's like okay. when a light bulb goes off and like you just recognize something. Yeah. Yeah. So that like that's the kind of feel I got from that, from how you were just explaining it. And I get like like 
I guess it is worth it. I guess there is no price that you can put on that. I think, well, and I, I also think that too is, is that that's, you know, they, they're receiving returns from that. They're definitely getting returns on investment from that. They are, they are seeing how that impacts their brand. Um, and so, you know, I'm curious to see how a lot of those brands, and it, I think it's interesting, I'm curious to see how, what type of stance a lot of brands are going to take during this Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Because now we're starting to see within advertisement, whether it's social advertisement, whether it's um, television, whether it's radio, um, not just with COVID, but with everything that happened from um, you know, a social justice perspective, everyone's trying to show a little bit more of their philanthropic, their community endeavors, rather than pushing their product. They're trying to show their personality. They're trying to show how they're contributing back to society, how they're giving back to our community. And so with COVID, with our social justice movements that are going on, I think that you're going to see in the Super Bowl, perhaps a little bit more Um, you know, you might see some funny ones for entertainment, but I think that the tone is going to change a lot this year in these commercials. And I think that we're going to see a more, um, come together, be together, support each other. We can support you. You can support other people. I think that like, there's a platform at the Super Bowl to use during these commercial times that brands I believe are certainly going to take advantage of. It definitely should be interesting and, you know, just, just like discussing it, I'm kind of like just thinking like, like kind of like getting myself mentally prepared for like, you know, what we're going to like, you know, be able to digest and intake. So, yeah. So I think, you know, I definitely think that it's, it's going to be beneficial for them. I love to be able to see like, you know, after the, um, after we see all of those wonderful commercials, you know what's next? Okay. So now we're going to be going to YouTube and we're going to be Googling them because we're going to say, Oh, Takeem, did you see that commercial on Sunday? That was this. No, I didn't see. Okay. Hold on. Let me go find it. Mm -hmm. And then I go find it and give it to you. And Mm -hmm. so now look, we're sharing all of that. Like, I don't know how much time, you know, we've done that before. You're just like, let me, let me send that meme to you or let me do this. Think about that from that commercial perspective at the Super Bowl of, you know, all of us saying, Oh, did you see this? I liked this one. Did you see this? And you didn't see it. So now we're going to the internet we're going to Facebook to find it. We're going to Instagram to find it. We're going to YouTube to find it. And we're just continuing to share their brand. So it's like you pay $5.6 million for 30 seconds, but it is rippling through after, and it's going to continue to make an impact after that. And that's why you're a marketing manager. Cause like, as you said that I was just like, just, yeah, you know, I'm giving you your flowers. Like, I don't mind being your employee, Monique. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, as you were saying it, I was like, wow, I wasn't even, like, connecting the dots like that almost. Like, I know, like, they go viral, but, like, I was just thinking of it from a prop, like, a profit margin, like, standpoint. I'm like, damn, $5.6 like, million dollars for 30 seconds? That's not even a full minute. But, you know, as we're discussing, I'm, I'm like, you know, agreeing with you and just figuring out and just seeing how it's like, I could see how that could be priceless now. Yeah. I mean, it's not priceless. It's still $5 million. <laughs> Yeah, but like these brands, they definitely had the price for it. Like Mr. Clean, I like I, Jesus Christ. I've like I've recognized Mr. Clean since I was like three years old. So, yeah. Like, I mean, who can forget a nice <laughs> big bald guy? <laughs> yeah, like 
and these other like up and coming brands. I guess that's like my next interest to see like what these um next up like next up and coming brands what their um mm-hmm. what their ads would look like. Like if there's gonna be like a Zoom ad, like you just like like you mentioned just now. Like if there's gonna be um a Robin Hood ad or something else. Yeah, and it's interesting. So one of the articles that I was reading on USA Today was just talking about how. Um, so I, to, so, you know, you, you mentioned Robinhood. So I think that some of the brands perhaps that we're used to seeing, we might not necessarily see mm-hmm. in these commercials. Um, for example, Coca-Cola, who you see Coca-Cola ads all the time. So, you know, within the pandemic, Coca-Cola, um, the USA um, Today article talks about how they laid off roughly 17% of their global workforce. Mm. Um, just last month, just last month, they laid off 17%. Um, and they're declining to run any Super Bowl commercial after spending $10 million on ads last year. So it looks like we're not going to see Coca-Cola ads. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting because I think some of these organizations that got hit by COVID a little harder and had to do stuff like get rid of a large percentage of their workforce or whatever the case may be, they're not going to be putting that money into the Super Bowl ads, right? Because it's, it's, it's a big ticket item. Mm-hmm. Um, but you might see some of these other companies like Robinhood mm-hmm. who've kind of like come up out of nowhere, mm-hmm. right? They might now be the type of organization that's spending money on these ads. So we might start to see some of the original players that used to spend ads they're hurting. We might not see them run ads. We might see some of these other companies that maybe couldn't ever play ball before that can now. Yeah, because the Super Bowl. And Bowl's now they're the starting to run their ads. Yeah, because the Super Bowl is going to get the money regardless. Because I'm pretty sure there's going to be like some some brand out there that's going to be like, okay, this is definitely worth it. Um, I brought up Robinhood because Robinhood was recently in trouble, and I've just been having uh-huh. Robinhood on my mind lately, like this entire week, like. But why would they do that? And now I'm just like, if they come with like a brand or an ad during the Super Bowl and they come with it and it's like one of the best ads, they might be able to like, you know, fix some of their problems or alleviate some of their issues that they got going on right now. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's interesting because, I mean, you you did bring it up because Robin, Robin Hood has been in the news a lot. Um, and, you know, it's just it just kind of goes to show you that like how how um, like an advertising plan or stuff like that can impact your brand. So whether they have the funds for it or not, I don't know. But I do think we just might see a lot of different players come into the advertising space for the Super Bowl this year. And I'm really, I'm really interested. I think Takeem, we should do a wrap up. Like we should do another podcast after this one. Mm-hmm. And we should kind of see what our predictions were because we talk about how we think the tone is going to change about who that we should do. We should wrap. We should do a second one after this to see if we were right. All right. But if the like if Tampa Bay wins, you have to think you have to thank Tom Brady, like because he's going to be like one of the main reasons why they win. If they win, if they win, I think my predictions right now, hmm, if I was to give predictions. I'll give it to uh, I'll give it to the Chiefs. I'll give it to the Chiefs. I, I I'm saying 35-28 Chiefs by like a so touchdown. I, I I will say that I'm not good at guessing scores. Um, Nobody I'm still is. gonna give it to Tampa Bay. Okay. 
because um, I do believe Tom Brady will win it. Okay. Unfortunately. And if he does win it, then what? Then I'll be like, okay. Okay. Um, I do, I do think, I do think they're going to win it, but I will tell you, it's interesting. Um, this is just from my like Vegas recollection. I'm pretty sure every time Tom Brady goes to the Super Bowl, though, the games are a lot closer than everybody thinks they're going to be. Yeah. Usually I don't think he's ever like been blown out. I, I no, can't recall no. any time he's been blown so, out. So the Chiefs, do I think the Chiefs have a great chance of doing it? Yes. Do I think that? Tom Brady is like a LeBron and he is going to like do some audible at the last minute. Yes. Okay. But it's not called an audible in basketball. No, you just improvise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just do something amazing Jordan-esque, I guess. Yes. But... Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm not going to go there with you to keep. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else that we should discuss before, you know? I think that it i think i'm i'm really now i'm really excited to see um how the commercials are going to play out um i like that how we think about um a brand that has a budget that they can um advertise um during super bowl um just the long-lasting benefits that they can actually get from it um so you know from a marketing perspective it seems like a lot of money doesn't seem like it is a lot of money um for a 30 second ad spot. But at the end of the day, the ripple effect that it could have on it could be super impactful for the brand. Um, so I think, I think that's great. And um, as I mentioned before, before we go, guys, don't, if you're advertising anything for your brand, don't put Super Bowl in there. It's literally the big game. You cannot do it. I think that's a good ending point right there. Exactly. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. Um, if you want to learn more, please head over to our website, ontargetdigitalmarketing.com. Hit the insights tab. We have a lot of really great blog um, content for you to read over. And if you have any questions um, and you want to talk to somebody, feel free to give us a call. You can call us at 407-830-4550. Feel free to call me. I'd love to help you out with your marketing plan and goals. Um, and I would honestly just to love have a conversation with anybody uh, these days. I get excited about people. <laughs> So feel free to give me a call. <laughs> Thanks to Kim for joining me today. No problem. Thank you for listening to another great episode of On Target Talks. We hope you enjoyed our insightful takes as well as our team members banter. Again, follow us at On Target Digital on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Thank you.